Well, I get the absolute pleasure of being able to interview some pretty amazing people in Relaunch My Life Radio, and this week's guest is no exception. Candice Vantel comes to us live from America, and the interview that we had was just phenomenal. She's such a beautiful light of inspiration and information on on all things around unlocking your highest potential. And she's certified in spiritual psychology and is quickly becoming one of YouTube's most sought after thought leaders in this field, in this field. And she believes that many of the negative symptoms we experience, whether it be sabotage, illness, addiction, codependency, depression, anxiety, eating disorders, they're all signs of being out of alignment with who we truly are, which I completely agree in. And, um, and she's got so many amazing resources. So check out her YouTube channel, The Truth Room, and also look up Candice Vandell on Instagram. And I know you're going to enjoy this episode. We did have some interruptions with dogs barking and, and bits and pieces. So there is a little bit of editing throughout, but get through the, the audio side of things. And I know that you're going to get so much insight out of this week's episode of Relaunch My Life Radio. Enjoy. Welcome to Relaunch My Life Radio. I'm your host, Juliet Lever, and a few years ago, I personally relaunched my own life from being a workaholic, alcoholic, and chocoholic to now living a life of my own design. I'm on a mission to free you from an unfulfilling job or passionless life. And so with 10-minute tips and 30-minute interviews and stories to tune into, Tune in to Relaunch My Life Radio to discover your highest potential and feel inspired to live a life of zero regrets. If you want more, be sure to hit subscribe and visit us at www.relaunchmyliferadio.com for more. Well, welcome everyone and I'm so excited to share this this week's podcast with you with Candice Vandell and she's coming to us live today from Malibu. Thank you so much for joining us, Candice. How are you? So good. How are you? I'm wonderful and I am so excited about this interview. You've been someone that I've been following for about six months. When I saw you on Instagram, I felt like you were doing so much beautiful work in this world and I felt such a connection to what you're doing and really similar message to mine, but in in a different way. And so I'm excited to share your perspective with our listeners. Thank you so much. The first question I wanted to ask you is, when did you realize I'm going to walk through this path that's very different? When did you have that kind of spiritual awakening, that aha, this is the direction I want to go? Um, probably around 12 years old, I realized that um, I had some things that were different than those around me. And I, I had different awarenesses and different sensitivities. And I had at the time my parents had just gotten divorced and my dad was dating this woman that was a healer and I used to talk to her about this stuff and she was super supportive and saying well honey that's a gift and so we started working with it at that age and then I had um, an awakening in high school where it was not about body experience and I had this awareness of expansion this awareness of oneness and I didn't really know how to explain it with words, what had happened to me. It's something that I just started talking about recently because I still felt weird about sharing it. And um, it woke me up to the reality that this paradigm we live in is not the ultimate paradigm. And it was very, very hard for me because I felt so different already. And then I started feeling like nobody's going to get me. And I know stuff that nobody knows. And I feel weird. And I don't know what to do with it. So I started on my spiritual path really in high school studying chakras and energy and all of that and trying to figure out how I could do this in the world and not be a weirdo. 
and not be, you know, somebody who's like woo woo, as they would call it when I was growing up. And so instead of choosing that path, I did it as a hobby and I decided to travel the world as a model instead, which was totally different. And it's funny because that path brought me back to this uh, very long story. And finally, it was at a point probably about eight years ago where I couldn't deny it anymore. It was just such a calling on my life. And I uh, had to quit my career and go back to school to study spiritual psychology. And then it just went from there. Amazing. Yeah, it's 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 a long story, but you just like whittled it down into like 30 seconds. So that's the super bullet point version of what I'm sure has been a fascinating journey for you. And And then for you now, living your truth and speaking what feels like home to you and to be seeing, I think really over the last sort of three or four years, more and more people feeling safe to come out. How does that feel for you? Oh, I just got chills when you said that. It, it feels like heaven because I remember being a really young girl. I don't remember the age exactly, but thinking to myself, where are my people? I just want to be around people that get it. I just want to be able to be me in the world and be accepted and understood, which nobody was doing that. And um, I, I had this like yearning for authenticity and feeling so blocked by so many people in relationships and family structures that felt so unauthentic. And I could see how that was making them stuck. I could see how that was messing up communication and I didn't know what to do. And then finally I realized that I just needed to be that change. I need to be that. And then other people will either like it or not and I can't care. And as long as I keep being that, I will attract that. And that's what happened. And it wasn't overnight. It took a long time, but it took in that process of becoming that made me so anchored in my own truth that it was worth it because I said either way I can't live unauthentically anymore I can't cater to what people are used to I'm just going to be me I'm going to be all these things and this is what it is and I'm going to put it out there and see what happens (laughs) and so during that process did you have to make any kind of brave decisions I mean obviously stepping away from your career and the path that you knew but what was one of the kind of bravest decisions that you feel like you've made over that over that transition time and over your journey? So many, um, so many. Uh, I think the, the first big one, I mean, there was a relationship that had to end, but the first big one that um, I feel kind of marked a complete change in my life was leaving my career. Because that had been my dream since I was a little girl and I did it and I did it really well and it was going really well. There was no reason to stop modeling and acting. But for me, there was a a reason inside. I could not do that work anymore. It It wasn't getting to that depth that I knew I needed to teach, I knew I needed to become, and I wasn't gonna become that in that environment, catering to that. It had to be more from the inside out. And that's the opposite, sort of. <laughs> so leaving that career and giving no reason to my agent of 10 years, just saying, you know, to my acting agent, I had a talk and I was like, oh, I, I just, I can't. I can't. I'm going back to school. And he's like, what are you talking about? You're about to get this show. And, da, da, da. and I was like, yep. I don't know. I just have to listen. And it was overnight. And I started feeling so much better, like this this high pressure stress that was always inside of me, this almost PTSD I felt I had around my career was like gone. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. 
And it, I didn't have another career to step into. I had to create my career, but I trusted that this is what I'm supposed to do and it will happen. So that was huge. That was huge just to follow the calling and not have a picture of what that's going to look like was major surrender for me. And I've, I've got a really similar story. So I feel mm-hmm. like it, I, I get what you mean by that. And it's, and it's that, that feeling of once you are so connected to your own truth, you can't bullshit yourself anymore. You can't lie. <laughs> you can't force yourself to go into situations where you don't feel authentic. And, and I think that's like a blessing and a curse, right? Because all of a sudden you're, you're thrust into this complete unknown, but with the beautiful sense of, of knowing that it's all going to be fine. And so from the outside, people looking in, they'd be like, what is Candace doing? She's gone legitimately insane. But from yeah. the inside, you feel so at peace and in alignment with it. It doesn't freaking matter. So that's really cool. So so then uh, tell me a little bit more about um, when you then started creating your, your, your own brand and your own career and this new path, the idea around the truth room where that comes from and why that is something that you're so passionate about? Um, So I noticed in my own healing journey, because, you know, I knew this is what I wanted to do, but then I got on this whole other track and doing my other career was in a way it was feeding the wound, right? So in a way it was feeding this constant search for validation that you don't get as an actor or model, you're validated, but externally, You're never getting that validation you need from your soul level. You can give that to yourself, but that's the only way you can get it. So for me, I had to, after years and years of doing this, and everyone's like, what do you mean? You're the most confident person in the world. I'm like, no, I'm not. That's what it seems like. I got stuff going on and I got to fix it. And so when I started doing the healing, my biggest sort of transformations happened when I started getting really real about how I feel. And so I put this whole thing together, being real about how I feel is how you heal. And that's the truth. And so I started sharing these truths that I would go through my own process on YouTube, my YouTube channel. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to make this a brand. I'm going to call this the truth room. This is where people come to connect with their truth because that's what I did to come home. And so that's what, you know, I haven't even really put it out there in the ways that I want to yet, but I just started from grassroots, just doing my truth, just speaking it every day. You can tune in. I got some other stuff to tell you about it. And I've started getting a bunch of letters from people every single day, whether it be on Instagram or my YouTube channel or whatever, email, people saying, holy shit, like I'm having these aha moments when I watch your videos. And I was like, because that's the key. That's the key to your truth is to watch someone else in their truth. And when we connect authentically, I call it the authentic thread, we start connecting, we realize, oh, that's how we actually connect is through our truth. I love that. Being real about how you feel is how you heal. I think that's, that's such a powerful statement. And I, um, yeah, I think, think there's a big lesson in that for people listening as well is, is if you're listening to this and you're feeling like you don't want to go to your job or you're feeling like there's something wrong in your relationship or you're feeling like, you know, these, these feelings and, and you're ignoring them, then you can't expect to keep healing. So, uh, mm-hmm. and, and so we, I don't know, it might be sort of big in the States as well, but in Australia, a lot of people are on anti-anxiety, anti-depression medication, yeah. and, and it's just blanketing those feelings. And it's scary to me because it's just sort of putting off the inevitable. And when you finally stop, then, then you're going to have this rush of all of this, you know, all of these feelings. But if you can't feel it at the moment, then later is not going to be the answer either, right? So what are your this thoughts about 
This is exactly, exactly right. This is what I call my medicine because most of my clients that come to me are anxious or depressed or dealing with patterns and cycles in their lives. And I'm like, really? We do all these things to numb the feeling that we're not being real about. That's what we do. That's what addiction is about. Addiction is about, I'm afraid of myself. I don't want to feel what this is because if I feel this, it's going to confirm what I'm afraid of about myself. So instead I'm just going to go do this or that, or look externally or all these things that we do and, or eating disorders too. Huge. I'm numbing out my feeling. I don't want to feel like I'm not enough. I don't want to feel alone. This is what it all comes down to in my work, what I've seen. And so I really feel like the natural healing this day and age, well, at least it was for me and it is for so many people I work with is to really cater to our emotions in a way that we haven't been taught. Mm-hmm. We haven't been taught emotional psychology. I call myself a spiritual psychology coach, but really what it is, is emotional rehab. We've been kind of arrested emotionally from our upbringings, from our societal beliefs, from our perfectionistic ideals, all these things that we align with that take us out of alignment with who we are. And that's our emotional truth. So what I try to do is kind of rehab people back to their emotional truth. But people are very resistant at first because there's so much fear around what they feel as being wrong, as meaning something about them. All these things we learn when really feelings are just our inner guidance saying, this is what's up. And if you can't hear what's up, you don't know what you want. You don't know where to go. You don't know who to be with. You don't know what to do in life. You don't know which course to take. And when you get in alignment with those feelings, you're like, oh, that's all I have to do is listen to that? What? Yeah, it's so much simpler. It's it's so much simpler. And I think that's the challenge. It's, it is so simple in theory. Yeah, in practice, it's become so complex. Absolutely. Okay, so can you talk a little bit about fear and why fear is so prevalent in our society and how people can overcome it? So fear is the obvious, the opposite of love. But what's so funny is a lot of us, what I see in my work specifically, is a lot of us are grown born and are raised in environments that aren't, they're not unconditionally loving. They're conditional. That's how our parents have been taught. That's how their parents, so it's not anyone's fault. It's just kind of a a consciousness issue, right? It's an evolution issue. And so when I see this, I see a lot of wounded people, wounded healers, I call it, because the people that wake up are the ones that are most wounded because they're like, get me out of here. What's, what's going on? You've come to awakening. And I feel like these wounds are fears that we have about being who we truly are because we won't be loved. Because if we say, hey, mom, I need this, and she says, you don't need that, it's conditional. Where mom, I feel like this, oh, honey, that's okay. Tell me why you feel that way. That does not happen most of the time. A lot of times it's conditional. I don't want to talk to you right now. I don't. So kids grow up thinking something about me needs to be different to make sure I'm safe. So if I risk being who I truly am authentically, that's scary. I've been taught that means I won't get love. And if I don't get love, I won't survive as a kid. And so part of my work also is to teach people how to self-acknowledge, sort of self-validate, self-love. Because what we don't realize when we're older is that part of ourselves, eight years old and younger, needs to upgrade emotionally to understand that I don't need to depend on other people for that anymore. I'm not codependent. I can depend on me. But that's not about understanding it intellectually. That's about emotionally upgrading it, healing those wounds and and working with that part of yourself so that it can understand it's safe now. 
no matter what, because it's safe with you no matter what. But what we do is we adopt these conditionalities within ourselves because we've learned it from others and we don't change that. We don't upgrade that because we didn't know that we could. So we're, we're working on this subconscious level of patterning that is fear-based. And once we go in there and we decide, I'm going to challenge that because I'm going to love myself anyway, or I'm going to do that anyway, whether they like, like it or not, that's when we start to heal because we realize it's, it's not a reality today. It's a reality back then that we've carried forward. So that fear starts to clear when we really start to sort of be in the places that scare us anyway. That's my take on fear. <laughs> oh, and, and realize that it's an illusion. And one of the chapters in my book is fear is an illusion and just like digs into how much we create it. But you're right. Like we're perhaps when we're kids and, and parents say you know, like, oh, don't worry about that. Or they blanket things that they don't want to confront it. It's because our, our parents haven't actually dealt with it themselves. And I guess that's evolution. Is we've got the beauty these days of, of having access to so much information about healing. And now we've got the internet and you know, I often say to my clients, you know, your parents didn't have Esther Hicks and Google and they didn't have all yeah. the resources. There wasn't such a thing as a life coach. There wasn't anything about that. And so, um, and so just realizing that how exciting it's going to be in the next 20, 30, 40 years where the things that we've healed and cleared in our generation, they won't even be an issue in the future. There'll be different things, sure, but it's, yeah. it's really exciting to, to know, you know that the, those changes are coming. And I think you know, that's it. More and more people are being called to their authenticity and to, to their truth because as a society, as a whole, we've gotten pretty off track and we've gotten pretty inauthentic. And, yeah. um, and so it's, it, of course, everything has to come back into balance at some point, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Cool. And so when, where, when you think about the future and where you see society heading, what do you anticipate? Well, it's so funny because about a year ago, I saw this breakdown in society. I think all, you know, I don't know if you know much about indigo children. I talk about indigos a lot. Indigos came here to bust the system, to be the system busters, to facilitate change. And I feel like that's already happened. I mean, all the systems are, and, and all the people in power, they're breaking down. It's becoming very obvious that these things aren't working. And so now there's this abundance, this filter in of those of us who are awakening or have awakened who are going to be the new authentic leaders. I think it's going to change big time in the direction of one area is going to break down and they have a choice to either come join us or fizzle out. And then there's going to be us who all band together like today. You, you do it. I do it in a different way, but we all do it so that our language can be heard by whoever can hear it in that way. But it's the message of authenticity and truth. And it's the message of unity and oneness and love and all the good things I think we've lost that we are always supposed to be. I think a big, maybe all of the dis-ease in our life and all of the illness and all of the breakdown happens because we forgot this. We forgot who we are. And then we've been searching for it in all the wrong places, which makes it even worse. Yeah. And so it's really about going within and realizing I have resources that I don't tap into. And when you tap into those, those of us that are awakened because of all the contrast we probably had to go through you realize that it's within you and that's where you depend because that's where the wise guide inside, I call it, lives. And then you start teaching others how to do that and then we're empowered rather than looking for external power. It's a whole different society that I see and I'm really excited to be part of. Me too. Yeah, I think it's going to be beautiful to, to 
to really see what's going to happen and just again that knowing you know we don't we don't know how it's going to pan out and what it's going to look like specifically but there's this sense of knowing that there's enough change coming through to shift mm-hmm. what we've been experiencing up until now and you know i i see uh, you know in terms of the world as well definitely like we're still only getting to see parts and pockets of the devastation we're still in the news obviously i don't watch it but when we hear about things or we're only still getting hypnotized or taught about the things that are going on in the world that are wrong but there is so much beauty and so many amazing projects and so many conscious entrepreneurs and so much you know spiritual awakening in this world that is is changing things as well and so it's it's yeah it's really interesting you know what i thought about this a lot recently too because the last few years have been amazing in my life because I feel like, oh, it all makes sense now. But I will tell you, legit, honestly, there were years in there before anyone was awake when I felt so alone in my pain because when you have an awareness and you don't have anyone to confirm it and everyone's basically telling you the opposite. Um, I felt so much suffering and so alone that to me, there were moments I remember thinking, I don't want this. I don't want this awareness. I don't, I don't want to do this. It's too much for me. And I, I stayed with it though, because I had no choice. It's just me. And I always just prayed, please just let it make sense. Please just show me why I have this. Please just show me what I'm supposed to do with this. This was my prayer for so many years. And then finally one day I woke up and I was like, upset almost because my awakening came when I was in my second year of my master's program. And it came to me when my teacher, we did this sort of visualization. I was telling him the vision that came to me and he's like, Oh, you're a seer. You're an indigo. I go, yes, I know. I've known this since I was 15. And at the time I was 33. And I said, why so many years to get this confirmation? He said, because you finally are completely trusting it. You're not looking for external. It was like all this doubt had had to leave me for me to own my own understanding, which is also why the truth room is called the truth room, because I knew all this, but I couldn't live it and own it because the doubt was in the way because nobody else got it. And then I was like, okay, nobody else has to get it. I do. And I'm supposed to share it so people can wake up to it. Got it. But there were so many years where I was like, is it worth it? This is too much. So I'm just being real because a lot of people go through this awakening. They're having a really hard time. Mm. I, I think everyone does. I think it's really hard. And then you get to the point where you find others and you're like, oh my gosh, I get it. But until you find your people, which I think we're all still trying to find our people because, you know, it's a hard thing. It can be... As bright as the light, as dark as the shadow, I say. I feel like it is 50-50. There are things that I've had to go through that I don't think many people have. And there are things that I get to experience that I don't think many people will. So it's a tough journey, but it's not one that I would ever change. I would never want to do it differently, but I don't know if I'd want to do it again, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, it's interesting. I mean, yeah, it's so interesting. I mean, I just think in terms of like the history and the past, I think about you know, it, there's so many different times that we could be living, but we're living in this one, and it's such an interesting time, the information age, and you know, I guess all of these, all of this wave of evolution coming through, and yeah, a lot of people being on that journey. And I remember at times in my journey feeling like, God, I can understand why people commit suicide. I can understand. Like I, I got to that point where I was like, 
I'm so stuck and I feel like there's no one that can help me and I am so lost but I don't even know I don't even know where I am and to now be on the other point and to know what feels right and to know the contrast you know contrast is so horrible but amazing at the same time right and so to know that contrast is there for a reason it's um yeah it's 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 really interesting and so everyone listening you know I know there's a lot of you that feel like you know why am I going through this why is it so hard oh you know but but they it looks like their lives are easy you know we're both telling you it's it's not been this way we're, we're through the other end and we're trying to kind of not through the other end but we're at a different stage and we're trying to say like here's a path or here's a way that you can get through and you can and you will and and you've got to because you know it's bigger than you and it's and for us as well like I felt like it was always bigger than me this movement this this shift it's like part of this bigger greater thing that you can't even really describe and probably sounds a little bit crazy to other people but (laughs) again it's more of a feeling so so that's cool well I feel like you have just shared a lot of really beautiful insightful information and and practical uh I guess insights for people to take away and so if they want more they can follow you on Instagram and that's under your name Candice Vandell and then also your website which is candicevandell.com Perfect. Good. And that's where they can find details about working with you and your different workbooks as well that I know on Amazon and also on YouTube too. So uh, have you got any last sort of advice or, or words for our listeners then? You know, a lot of people call me and want to work with me and want instant answers. I want to change this right now. And I want people to understand this was the biggest thing for me. When you have the awareness, you have to embody it. It does not happen overnight because it's not supposed to. We're supposed to learn these things, to anchor these things, to be the change. You can't be the change just by knowing something. You have to go through it and heal it. And so I want to encourage people on this path who are like, oh my God, I'm still in this pattern or I'm not there yet. When you have that judgment about where you're at, you're keeping yourself where you're at. It's about becoming okay with whatever it is and knowing, oh, this might take me 10 days to get over. It might take you 10 years to get over or vice versa. And that's what it's supposed to be because we don't move out of something until that lesson is learned. And so the lesson is always love. If you're not loving yourself in the process, you are not going to move on in the process. There's a lot more on that, but I just want to say that to people because people that usually are on this path or starting on the path or having a change or transformation, they want to know immediately how to get rid of the pain. And it's about reworking it understanding pain in a different way, understanding yourself in a different way and integrating yourself so that you're healed, not just moving on. You have to heal it and then your life will change. Beautiful. I think that is perfect. A perfect way to end. So thank you so much for your your advice and your support and um, and your insights. And it's really beautiful to see you doing the work and, and actually embodying it fully. And it must feel amazing now to be actually doing this. And and forging your own path and I love that there's no set rules or guidelines for this journey either and you're just doing what you feel feeling called to do but um I hope to see you in July Esther Hicks and Abraham I think that would be amazing and yeah sending you so much love from Australia and I know that the listeners are going to get a lot from this so thank you so much for your time I really appreciate it it's really fun nice to meet you that's this week's episode from relaunch my life radio live from Australia Visit us at relaunchmyliferadio.com for more. And remember, it's never too late to relaunch your life.